1: Presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel, coming to you live from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show, here on WNSR. Good morning. Happy Valentine's Day to all the wonderful couples out there. Hope you're all happy, and you know, whether it's dinner tonight, or maybe lunch today, or doing the flowers, the candy, all that stuff. It's uh, Valentine's Day, and it's also, uh, as I like to call it, Singles Awareness Day. So... (laughs) John Burton Patton Cook here. Morning Patton, how you doing, buddy? Doing well, John. Valentine's Day, man. You and the uh future Mrs. Cook got any uh good plans for this evening?
2: Yes, always a big day, uh especially for Lexi. Um mm-hmm. uh so shout yet, out Lexi if they, you're
1: listening. Exactly.
2: Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Uh left some flowers and the, some chocolate for oh, her. look at you. This morning, so um I uh, had to work last night at the at the at public, so I grabbed some uh, grabbed some flowers, grabbed some mm-hmm. strawberries, mm-hmm. and a balloon, and uh, she's all happy right now. So well, good. Uh, that, that's all that that's all that matters, Brother, quite frankly. You know so. what they
1: say: happy wife, yes, happy life. Because if mama ain't happy, ain't nobody yep. happy. <laughs> exactly. So. <laughs> Got to, got dinner tonight. She works today. Uh, she mm-hmm.
2: works at Pandora, so she'll be running around like oh, okay, a chicken yeah. with her head cut off. Yeah, with yeah, yeah. Men trying to get their last minute shopping in. Uh, yeah, dude, getting out guys, of it's now. not
1: too late, but you get, but, but you better get moving. Yeah. You know, you don't want to sleep on the couch tonight, as so. you say.
2: It's uh, getting late
1: early. It's getting uh, it's get, it's getting late <laughs> early. Uh, big day for the Titans. They finally announced their yes. entire coaching staff under Callie, Brian Callahan. And offensive coordinator, uh and defensive coordinator will both uh be made available to the media uh later this afternoon at twelve thirty. So um uh, tune in to New Channel Five tonight, at six thirty for sports and we'll uh we'll uh break up everything they said. But uh it'll be good to hear from them. It's good it's it's always good when a new head coach finally has his entire coaching stable complete. And, you know, some guys coming back to the Titans, obviously. Um you know, everybody's excited that uh Brian Callahan's old man is going to be coaching the yep. offensive line, Bill Callahan. That's that's good. Um Tracy Rocker coming back to the Titans, the D-line coach, Kumar's dad. Yes. Saw now, that. Tracy Rocker was a really good player. A really good defensive lineman. He played I remember he played for the Falcons. And obviously, you know, being Vanderbilt baseball fans, we know what a great pitcher Kumar was in college and He's in the Texas Rangers organization. So, Been with um, the
2: Titans before, correct, yes. as an assistant?
1: Yes. So the full list is, is here. Offensive line, Bill Callahan. Wide receivers, Tyke Tolbert. Running backs, Randy Jordan. Quarterbacks, Bo Hardegree. Linebackers coach, Frank Bush. Secondary safeties coach, Steve Jackson. Defensive line, Tracy Rocker, who we talked about. Outside linebackers, Ben Bloom. Assistant wide receivers coach, Peyton McCollum. And assistant to the head coach, Tom Jones. So there you go. And like I said, we're going to hear from the new O.C. and D.C. today. Um, so, uh, yeah, big big day for the Titans. Absolutely
2: is. Always exciting to hear. And
1: for guys, really,
2: you don't, like the Cowboys, they hire Mike Zimmer. You've heard of Mike Zimmer. You've heard him talk. You hear his philosophies. Haven't really heard any of these guys mm-hmm. talk, quite frankly. So excited to hear what they have to say. Hopefully they are specific, unlike uh Maybe the Titans GM at some points during press conferences. Just wanna hear their ideas and kind of their philosophies moving forward because it's uh with new coaching staffs comes new philosophies, new mm-hmm. play styles, mm-hmm. kinda of how they wanna play. So interested to see, we definitely will be tuned into that press conference and we'll have some sound for it tomorrow.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely looking forward to that. Um so we will uh we will uh as you said, Patton, we will uh hear from what they had to say today and we'll recap it tomorrow so yeah eager to see what these gentlemen uh have to say big night on West End last night Ezra Magnon, the game winner in the final seconds at the buzzer he beats the buzzer and Vanderbilt upsets Texas A&M by a point and uh exciting game and you know Hey, what's Vanderbilt, Were what they, one of two out of their last three? Yep. They're uh, getting hot.
2: This is their time. Exactly. <laughs> Just in time. I
1: mean, because you look at what A&M did to Tennessee all day. Yep. It was at home, but, you know, they spanked them pretty good on Saturday. And, you know, I was not, uh, I was hopeful for Vanderbilt last night. Did not know or think that maybe they could uh, be successful. But, man, they, they battled the entire game, and I, I thought they deserved that win last night. I'm really happy for Manuel; and he's been fighting a good fight mm-hmm. all year. I know it's been a tough season for him and Jerry Stackhouse and that entire program, but what, you know, huge shot, huge, huge moment uh, for Vanderbilt basketball last yeah,
2: night. Yeah, go into depth more on the bigger picture later in the show, but massive win. Eight and a half point underdogs, which uh, the Doors were last night, and to your credit, I, I think they did deserve that to win that one yesterday. Watched a lot of that game, and thought they were the better team for most of that part. And really, at home, John, there were some fans there, but it wasn't necessarily a a, a, a kind of a scary atmosphere at Memorial Gym by any means. So right. The players really had to create their own atmosphere, and I thought they did a good job of that yesterday. And the final play, if you haven't seen it, if you watch it at first glance, you're thinking it's a for, tra- for sure travel. I but thought he traveled. It is not. Uh, just yep. knocked out of his hands, gets the ball back, and gets it off just in time before the buzzer, and there we go. We do have a caller, though, um, John. It's another first-time caller, long-time listener, Greg Poke.
1: Oh, morning, Greg. Welcome to the show.
3: Hey guys, I'm out practicing listening to the uh, JB and General show, and I just thought I would call in and drive around. Oh, okay. And, uh, also, by the way, oh, by the way, the stoplight at uh, the. Thompson Lane and Nolensville Pike is out, and people do not know that you treat it as a four-way stop. There's no <laughs> policeman out there. you got the electricians running around. So, anyway, I parked, and I'm just going to walk on up to the studio.
1: <laughs> we'll see you when you get here.
3: No, no, no. I just I – just, it, it, it is sort of surreal, really, because it about – you know, by Monday, I'll be listening to you guys all the time. You know, so,
1: cool. That's right. Yeah, yeah, we made the announcement uh, the other day. JB and the General uh, starts on Monday. We're really excited about that. But for the next couple of days, it is still the Greg Pogue and John Burton show. So, you know.
3: Well, and I had to listen, I had to be late one more
1: time. Right, right. You know, it, you're going out in style. Hey, Speaking of going out I mean? in style, uh, we got something really cool coming up on Friday at the Tusculum uh, Strike and Spare. Do we not?
3: We do. A cavalcade of stars.
1: Well, I spoke to some more stars. There may be some more surprises in store for you, but yeah, we're gonna uh, oh, we're gonna be.
3: Bree is Bree coming?
1: I can neither confirm or deny that.
3: Oh, <coughs> um, all
1: right. Anyway, Tus, Tusculum Strike and Spare. We're going to be broadcasting the show, Greg's last show with us, on a daily basis here on WNSR, and then. Uh, Greg is nice enough to uh, pick up lunch afterwards, so um, hopefully I'll get to hang out for a little bit. But uh, well, sorry you're having traffic issues. I actually left early today, and I got here. Like I think it's the earliest I've got here in months. <laughs> <laughs> I walked in. Pat was like, "What are you doing here?" He thought. <laughs> well, he thought Greg was walking through the front right. door. So yeah. that's a good. Well, I'm thing.
2: actually.
3: I'm actually sitting in the parking lot right now.
2: I'm oh, okay. A-
1: well, feel feel free to come on in. You know, we're, we're, we're uh, yeah. I know
3: we're... it's a, hey. I'm gonna hey. I'll take it. We got Watson Brown uh, at nine twenty five, and Chris. Now, what is today? Wednesday, and then uh, Kelly Holcomb at ten.
1: Oh, nice, good because uh, there's right. a lot to a lot of Super Bowl uh, yeah. hangover that we need to talk about because everybody's giving Kyle Shanahan grief, and I don't, I'm not sure I understand why he kind of had to go on the defensive yesterday. So we'll we'll get into that. All how right. about uh, how about that uh, Vanderbilt game last night, Greg?
3: Well, I'm going to hang up and walk in, but a uh, good win. I Actually, I was in Cookville watching TSU get – Yeah, they laid an egg last good. night
1: to Tech, right? Yeah. Off by 20?
3: But, yeah, oh, yes, but their their third road game in six days. Yeah. They were, you know, I mean, they were in St. Louis Thursday. They were in Cape Girardeau Saturday. There, thir- they, you know, and, and here's the they, – they showed in a seven out of eight win stretch uh, what they can do. They don't need to peak right now. They can reflip it, and you have another three weeks to peak again at the right time.
1: Yeah, Moorhead State clearly on top of the OVC, and it's a logjam for those two through four spots as we get closer to the OVC tournament and whatnot. All right, oh get yeah, your ass in here,
4: here. I, let me let me
3: tell you one other thing. If if TSU would have won last night, it would have been because it's sort of a midweek only game. Yeah. So you go up a half or down a half because no one else is playing. All right. If they if they would have won, they would have been in second place by themselves. But with
5: the
1: loss, they are in fifth place by themselves. Wow. Yeah. What a swing. All right. right. Greg Pogue, ladies and gentlemen, he's actually going to come into the building and put his headphones on and talk into the microphone. Um, (laughs) Anyway, uh, tough loss for the Preds last night at home, 4 2 to the New Jersey Devils. Devils are a good team, but, uh, you know. Pretty scathing comments from.
2: Preds head coach last night.
1: Oh, what did Bruno say? I uh, didn't. I basically didn't see.
2: said uh this game was important for us uh, for playoff wise, and he said it looks like we don't want to make the playoffs. Wow! Ooh,
1: calling uh, his team out. Well, listen, you know they had a two. They, you know they they gave up three goals in the third period. They had a, you know they had a lead, and when you're battling and you're at home, you know and every you know every game is critical you got to get as many points as you can because there is a logjam mm-hmm. if you look at the wild card standings in the western conference i mean this is a this is a tough loss and you know i i can't blame bruno for being frustrated like i said you know you had the game in control seemingly and then you you crapped the bed in the third period giving up three goals and you know that's that's two points lost that you can't get back.
2: Yeah, that, the exact quote, we're at a stage where we are going to dictate where we are here for the next two weeks. Tonight, we dictated that we weren't going to be that interested to be in the playoffs. Wow. <laughs> so
1: Calling his team out. You got to love it. So, well, they got Dallas uh, tomorrow night, so that is a huge, yeah, huge massive critical game a division game and obviously like you said you're fighting for your playoff lives and all that kind of stuff so um obviously uh i would imagine uh bruno's gonna skate his boys hard today at practice yeah.
2: comments like that usually just trying to get a rise out of your yeah. team don't you think john
1: yeah i do i do well, where are you at with this whole thing we t- i know we talked about it on Monday. You know, because people are still talking about the Super Bowl and what Shanahan did versus what maybe he should have done yeah. when it went to overtime. The whole overtime thing was so confusing. People are still talking about that, mm-hmm. right? And I will admit, first guess, when the game went to overtime and they went out for the coin toss, I remember it popped into my head. You know, I don't know if I go if I don't go on defense if I win the, the toss. Shanahan's reasoning, I thought, was sound. You want that third possession because if you get the third possession, you know all I have to do is get in the field goal range. I can kick it and I can score. This whole, well, you're giving Patrick Mahomes this and this and that. If I'm Shanahan, I can't, you know, I can't display that I don't have confidence in my defense. The defense played pretty darn well most of that game. And, you know...
2: There's no decision he could have made where Mahomes was never going to get. That's that what football. I'm saying. So you know,
1: it's... Mahomes is Mahomes, but you know what? Your defense. I say this all the time. Your defense is getting paid too. Yep. You know, you can't. I can't sit there and, you know, look my defense in the eye and say, "Look, man, he's the greatest in the world. We're not going to stop him." So, you know, just good luck. Do what you can. No, I'm going to go down. I'm going to score. My defense is going to get a stop. I'm going to win the game. Or my defense is going to hold him to a field goal. I'm going to get the ball back and go down and score. I don't have a huge issue with yeah. what Shanahan did. What what say you?
2: Yeah, it's, it's a lot of revisionist history. And, of course, now where you – I think what's really gotten him in some hot water is some of the players didn't know exactly the rules. And to me, that displays maybe – and he hasn't said this, and no reports have said it, but I, it, in the back of my mind, you wonder, did he know? If he he did.
1: He basically said he did
2: in the time did, and that's a bad look. Right, uh, you've had two weeks to prepare. You should prepare for every little moment in that game and the biggest moment. Right. But I, in all fairness, is like
1: like when Bill Vinovich was explaining it, he didn't. He sounded like he didn't know what was going on. Right, you know, Ro, Romo and Nance didn't really know what was going on. Yeah, you credit Andy Reid obviously knew what was up because. Like I said, I'm like the clock's running out. You better get in and score. You're gonna lose this game. I, Clock it. I, yeah, I had no idea that you yeah. know if it went to zeros, you just change ends and you keep playing. I mean, there was a lot of confusion about that, and you know, Greg and I, I promise, we're not gonna argue about overtime like we did on Monday. <laughs> I, knew, I, knew the, I knew the rule. Well, you're smarter <laughs> so than so everybody. If I like it or not, but I knew the. Rule. Right. Morning, Greg. How you doing, buddy? Struggling. Yeah, I know. Struggle is real. Well, and I
2: think the NFL knew that might have been an issue because Schefter put out a tweet reminding everybody about yeah. the uh, about the overtime rules. Yeah. And I, like you, I still forgot. that. I the completely rules forgot.
1: At James. I'm like, why are they so ca-? I'm like, the clock's running. You right. gotta, if you don't get in here, you're going to lose. You know? well, hey, guys, so, but let me jump in. Hi, I don't want
2: to go
3: over the pros Thank you. you. Ah, I'm good stre- to see you. Stressed three days uh, before. Uh. Anyway, um... The only thing you've said, I disagree with. I thought the referee, Rozinovich, right? Bill Uh, Vinovich. Thank you. Uh, I thought he explained it quite well. This is a new game, gentlemen. We play, and, you know, Mm -hmm. we play on. And I got it from the right, from that one explanation.
6: Mm -hmm. That,
3: that, hey, this is now another full game, play on, that we don't play quarter to quarter. Right. You know, there's no sudden death, right? We play. So, anyway, but, but, fun. Shanahan, though. I, I mean, mm, that's a tough one because I think it's yeah. not a, I, th- I don't know if it's a matter of, situ- I think it's more situational, not having confidence in your defense of trying to assess where your defense is at that very moment. That's a great point because they were yeah. pretty gassed at yeah. that particular so, point. So yeah. who knows what went into that? Um, I just don't give, no. him a, I just don't give Mahomes a, a chance. And it, it's, yeah, I, he, he's come through what, three times now?
1: So, yeah. yeah, I mean, I just, you know, like I said, Shanahan's reasoning was, you know, I wanted the third possession. And you got, at some point, you got to have Then don't in- kick the
3: field goal, right? If you want the third possession, you don't give him an opportunity because you just gave open him the window to not allow you that third possession. So you say, are you Bowling saying go for it the- on yeah, fourth down? Yeah, you
1: got to. All yeah. right, well, if you don't make it two passes, he's in field goal well, range and you what?
3: lose. guess what? You lost uh the way you did it. So yeah, you gave Mahomes three But you give yourself a better chance to, uh, to win because right. you're up 3.
1: You're, you I, tell your defense get Understand. A stop.
3: Well, here's the deal. You you have them drive 50 yards to get the field goal range on your defense and if that happens, then so be it. You They start at the 9 to get to the 50, to the 40, to field goal range, you're going well, to you're going to give up 50-60 yards. I give Mahomes Mahomes down by 3 is the same as the score being
1: tied. Yeah, so, well, listen. I mean, all this would have been moot if somebody would have blocked Chris Jones because mm-hmm. Debo Samuel was wide open yeah. in the back of the oh, end zone could on that play. But every play, yeah, every so. there's
3: there's a bunch of them. Anyway, yeah. hey, thanks. I'm sorry, guys. I left the house at eight o'clock, and that and there's the the light down here. Yeah, uh, and I come across Thompson Lane. Mm-hmm. I get off mm-hmm. twenty. uh get off of uh, forty coming that way because I just don't want to mess with four forty right. and all this over here. Right, and. It's backed up all the way to I-24 Jeez. because this light right down here is out. Oh, okay. And people do not understand in right. a flashing red light, it's a four-way stop. Right. Because one car goes You go, through, then that guy goes, then that guy it, goes. Well, and that, yeah. yeah, yeah, but now when one goes, like four go yeah, at a time. exactly. Well, I kept saying, guys, that's not how it's done. That's not how it's done. Mm-hmm. And then I got down there, and two cars in front of me went, and I saw a space boom. I went. <laughs> <So> I went. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't impede anybody. <laughs> nice. So um, So anyway, uh, yeah, Watson Brown, I heard you talking about Friday. Looking forward to that. Got uh, some things, gonna, you know, perking with that. Going to have some fun out there. No, I broke my laptop.
1: Yeah, know, I saw through. that, man. Well, well, no, I
3: don't think it's broken. Yeah, it's my, broken.
1: mine's like cracked, but it's not broken. No, it still works fine, but I had to right put in, some duct tape on mine. Well,
3: mine, all the in- inners are exposed now.
1: Oh, geez. So. That's, not, that's never a good thing. <laughs> oh. Easy,
3: easy <laughs> killer. Right. Alright, we'll take a break Coming up, uh, Coach's View with Watson Brown
7: It's just a few cocktails at happy hour
8: There aren't any cops around After every game, we always have a few It's no big deal
9: It was just a few drinks, I'm good
10: Hey, I can hold my liquor
9: I drink and drive
11: all the time
12: If you put away some drinks, put away your keys Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office.
13: Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzy. Rizzam of Rizza, a prescription-only 150-milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzy, 3 out of 4 people achieved 90% clearer skin at 4 months. And Sky Rizzy is just 4 doses a year after 2 starter doses. doctor today about Rizzy, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKYRizzy to learn more.
15: That's 800-462-3333 800-462-3333
11: Oh, beautiful gold rush with your sparkling top prize You surely are a sight for sore eyes And jackpot slots with your chance of $75,000 winners Oh, how I'd take you for a candlelight dinner uh,
16: sounds like people are really loving the new February instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Play today for your chance to win up to $5 million only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game changing fun. Please play responsibly.
0: This is the Greg Vogue and John Burton Show.
1: And you got to hand it to the Chiefs. They're a championship organization, championship pedigree. Mahomes is a winner. I think he's the new Brady. Travis Kelsey hasn't really played all that great all year. Dropped a lot of passes. He played like a man possessed. You know, 11 targets, 11 catches. The Chiefs proved you never underestimate the heart of a champion. Greg Fogue
0: and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio.
10: Welcome back live from the Strike and Spare studio. Call or text at 615-844-5600. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. So. Oh, I like it. It's up to you now. It's up to you. I like it. And now it's time for a coach's view with Watson
3: Brown. Well, I was up on the uh, plateau. Yesterday, doing the TSU at Tennessee Tug, uh, Tech doubleheader right here on National Sports Radio, I called uh, King Watson, and him and the uh, misses were at Bucky's uh, uh, over there, and and I think spent several hundred dollars at Bucky's. Just to, it's an it's a weekly thing. Their excursion to Bucky's, and it's right? good to good to see that they're at, the, at their age. They're still doing things together. Watson,
7: <laughs> how you doing? Hey, coach. Oh, I, hey guys! I have to say, there, Pogie. I went by Bucky. Okay, but we didn't. We 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 went higher on the plateau yesterday. When you came to the plateau, we went a little bit more elevation. Thank up, you. <laughs> up, up into Cumberland County. just the thought of you coming, I said we better get the heck out of town fast. <laughs> man, what's it? How you doing, man?
3: I'm good.
7: How are you guys? Good Super Bowl. Uh, just some yeah, overall what? thoughts about it. Well, it it was the tale of two halves. Honestly, the first half wasn't played very good. And, and uh, the offenses couldn't get anything going on first down, first and second down. So there's a bunch of long yardage, and that's never good against two really good defenses. And then second half, we got going. And uh, mistakes. It, isn't it amazing? That they, it seems like these Super Bowls now they're they're so equal, uh, both of them have lost three, four, five games it seems like, and and the one that makes the critical critical mistake at a certain time, and then my gracious Patrick Mahomes, I mean he just does it. They put a stat up after the game that I saw where it said, I think in the playoffs through the Super Bowl, they had had nine possessions in the fourth quarter. Mm. and scored on all nine. (laughs) Six touchdowns and three field goals. They did not punt, didn't turn it over in the fourth quarter. No wonder they won the Super Bowl.
1: Well, I thought one of the biggest uh, plays, Coach, was uh, actually on the defensive side, right? Spagnola calls that blitz. um, And, you know, the 49ers convert that third and four. They're already in plus territory. They can bleed the clock probably and kick a field goal and get out of there. But instead you know, they forced the incompletion. Now they make the field goal to go ahead, but that left Mahomes plenty of time to go down and and, and get the tying field goal and force overtime.
7: Yeah, I, I thought the, the defense of the Chiefs in the fourth quarter with the calls and the execution uh, against the defense of the 49ers in the fourth quarter where they kept putting Bosa... They would fake the ball, and Bosa would run flat to the dive, and there was nothing on the outside. There was when you do that, John, as a coach defensively, if you're going to take the dive on those own reads, you scrape a linebacker for the quarterback very quickly, because mm-hmm. um, you got to have somebody on the quarterback. And three times in the fourth quarter, Bosa went flat for the dive, including the last play of the game, and Mahomes is in space with nothing. And you cannot give him those opportunities and the blitz that uh, the the big blitz that the Chiefs call that you're talking about. I think Purdy missed it. When you see a blitz like that coming, John, from and you're away from your protection, the center meaning the center was going to the right,
17: mm-hmm.
7: which and your back is sitting left. Well, you bring an extra guy. In that way, uh, you've got to turn the protection back toward that blitz, which means your quarterback goes up and you'll hear them rip, rip, Liz, Liz, Roger, Roger, Larry, Larry. They're turning the protection back toward the blitz, or you got to throw hot off the blitz. He tried to throw hot off the blitz, and I think he did because he didn't see the blitz coming. So he didn't turn the protection. He threw hot late off the blitz, and the blitzer knocked it down and, and ball game. You just cannot give. Patrick Mahomes, two minutes um, to go. I mean, I saw it in the 49ers' eyes as soon as they scored and got on and they said, oh, good gracious. Mm. And then then, I'm not much to get on coaches, but the decision made by Shanahan to take the ball instead of going last, you cannot give Patrick Mahomes four downs. You can't do that. Uh, and that's what you do when you take it first because the team that's got it last is knows what they got to do. And right. There's no reason, bunts or nothing. And if you think about it, John, they went for a fourth down and a half a yard on their own 34-yard line. <laughs> that if they had had the ball first, I'm not sure they would have done that. And uh, by knowing what they got to go do and then they make it and go on in and score it. I just And then, of course, the two big plays in the kicking game where the where the guy let it hit his leg, and I put that on the returner. The returner's got to yell whatever their word is. Most of the time it's Peter, Peter, Peter. Peter or poison, but, right? But, I mean, you're yelling it, and you're moving, and you're moving your arms. If they can't hear you, they can see your arms. You tell your, your returner, throw your arms and cross them just, nine, just a bunch of times, and that means Peter, Peter, Peter. And I didn't see him really doing that. And then, of course, the missed extra point. There wasn't a block; it was a block, but it was way yeah. too low a kick. Yeah. And uh, the little things, man. And the, but the one dude, you don't make mistakes and give Patrick Holmes more opportunities. It just he's going to he is going to kill you, and he does every single time.
3: Well, and that's why I think you go for the uh, you don't kick a field goal because I mean three or six, I, you know. Yeah. I mean, down by three you know, is nothing, right? You know what you right? and give it take. You know, and, 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 and if you, then John and I were talking about it, if they take the ball, the 49ers take the ball at the, what, eight, nine-yard line, they still got to drive 50 yards to get into field goal range. I don't give Patrick Mahomes the ball down by three no. ever in that situation.
7: That's the, no. the score could be tied. No. I mean, I, we've seen games even recently where he doesn't have but 40 seconds and no timeouts. And they can go get a field goal or score. I, we've seen it. We've seen him do it. And uh, no, you just you got to call the game. That's why I'm not an analytics. I'm not a that. I'm Analyze, not at all. I'm not yeah. one of those. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm not because that all that on paper don't know what you're going against. They have no idea what you're playing. And uh, you, you, when you're playing Patrick Mahomes, you need points, and you know, late you have got to score touchdowns. You've just got to, and and um, I don't know. Everybody talked about the missed extra point changed the game. <laughs> it don't change Patrick's mindset. He's going for touchdowns. He ain't going for field goals. I I don't think that that would have made that big a difference because I think that the 49ers would have. The one thing, though, they would have had to go for it there at the end of the game instead of kicking the field goal with nine seconds left if it was a four-point lead. But who says they don't score? I've, I've watched them run the play they ran. Now, they changed protections with it. But I've watched them run the play they ran on the last play of the game probably four or five times in critical situations, not in that game, but throughout uh the times. So that's one of Andy Reid's favorite plays, and it's a pick play. It's basically a pick play. But you change the actions and they did that fake and they pulled a guard as a bootleg. It wasn't a naked, it was a bootleg. And Pax Mahomes just standing in space by himself with a guard stood right there to block somebody and too 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 easy, man. Just too easy. <laughs>
3: Watson Brown with his dynasty. I guess what uh, were we starting yeah, to you rank? To say that. You know, yeah, we all three like out person. of
1: four, and when yeah. you win two in a row in yeah. that three out of four span, it's a dynasty.
3: And in the quarterback rankings, and, and JB and I agree on something here. As I uh, wind uh, trot off into the sunset, is that um, um, Brady Montana Mahomes
7: right now? Yeah. yeah. No, it's a, it's a threesome. That's yeah. it. Yeah, it, 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 that's it. And they're they're on their own now. And can Patrick get up to what is it? Uh,
1: Montana's got four. Right. right, Brady's yep. got and seven. Then Brady's
7: Brady Brady is way up there. But Brady the by himself 20...
1: has more Super Bowls than any other team in NFL history. Well, then yeah. I guarantee you, that's ten years from now they'll roll. They'll put Andy Reid to be out
3: there in a Walker, still coaching Mahomes, trying to add up to all of his Super Bowl titles. Yeah, well,
7: what is Patrick? Twenty eight, twenty nine. He's got years many, old. Coach. How about he's that? got many left and that put him that put him in the up there in the echelon forever. That put him in the echelon forever. And I felt like it would if he won the game. And what's the only one they lost in the three or four, John? I mean they lost to Brady. Exactly. Yeah. They lost to Brady <laughs> in Tampa Bay. So, That's right. I mean, jeez, man. Hey, it's he yeah. he's special. There's no doubt he's special. But I think it takes uh, Lombardian Star. It it takes these it takes the combination. I just don't think a quarterback it's got to be the quarterback coach and the and the coach with him. Well every the one of those
3: is, is it, every one, one yeah, is with Bill
7: Walsh and then Bill uh, Walsh and Montana and then yeah. And it, and it just and it takes that special coach, that relationship, because they feed off each other. Right. I can see it. They feed off each other. Patrick is never a couple of times this year I saw him, but never is he out of control. He's always got poison. I think it's because he totally believes in that dude calling those plays on that sidelines. Hey, baby, and Andy Reid is not afraid to do yep. anything because he knows who's doing it out there. The combination of that I just think is what what creates these dynasties.
3: The uh, Pat, we are just paraphrase what you said on some numbers for Mahomes uh, and, and compared to. The other greats.
2: Right. Uh, so th- there's a stat going on, kind of what you were talking about uh, earlier, Watson, where at least the fourth quarter, a minute to go, down seven. Tom Brady is five at 11 in those situations, needing a touchdown. Drew Brees is three for six. Right now, Patrick Mahomes in the postseason is a perfect seven for seven. Wow. <laughs> needing
1: a touchdown. I mean, that's that says it right there. Hey, Coach, Uh-oh. you know, I, uh, what I what I really dug was immediately a- after the game, where, like, Kelsey and Andy Reid, they all said, hey, you know what, we're all coming back next year. We're going to try to win three in a row. Why not, right? It's never been done before. Why not give it a, no. give it a shot and and be, you know, and be vocal about it?
7: Oh, I, I thought it was. It It, it, sh- it tells you their mindset. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, we're happy, and then we're excited we won, but we ain't done. We're not done, and... Uh, it's it's that old adage, John, we've heard forever is act like you've been there before. <laughs> and they they you knew they'd been there before because it wasn't they're not just going nuts and that's all they're talking about. They're already talking about we're gonna take a little bit of time off here. Give us a couple of weeks, we'll mm-hmm. celebrate and we're we're gonna get back in the mindset and we're going for, for three. The only time I've ever really heard it like that was Michael Jordan. He, he would do that, right? And, uh, but the Bulls would do that, but uh, I don't even remember Brady, and they
1: probably did. I yeah. just don't Pat remember. Pat Riley did it with the Lakers, not three in a row, but after they won a title, they Pat said... Pat Riley didn't do it. You're Yeah, he basically, right. at the parade, he said, guess what? Next year, we're going to win it again, and they did. Yep,
7: yep, and I see nothing wrong with that, because... Why hide from it? You are now on a pedestal.
1: Yeah, you don't want them to do it. Beat it them. don't matter. Right. You can't hide it. They're coming
7: for you. Right.
1: If you don't <laughs> want them to win, beat them. Right. You, you
7: got to. Everybody will say now you got to go through Kansas City to win the whole thing. It's mm-hmm. what it's. And of course, all the AFC is now saying we you, know, you got to go through Kansas City to get to the Super Bowl. Well, in the NFC, is saying the same thing. We got to go through Kansas City to win this thing, <laughs> and God bless the Forty ers because they've, they've they're over for two with it, and they're probably if they get there again, we'll probably be over for three. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just telling. Yeah. <laughs> Hey Watson, um, a lot made of the Travis Kelsey bump of
3: Coach Andy Reid in the obviously in the first half. Kelsey has come yeah. out and said his actions were unacceptable. Just your thoughts about that, because I, I I look at that as a heat of the moment thing. I don't know if you need to be. And practicing. Travis is a very yeah.
1: very emotional yeah. guy, yeah.
3: but I don't know if you need to be but bumping away. Yeah. yeah.
7: <laughs> for us mature guys, and I'm talking age, <laughs> and for a coach that's done this forty something years like myself, it didn't it didn't bother me, but for one reason, and I do not like young people, young kids seeing that. Uh, that it's okay to go push your coach or to do those things, and I just don't like that piece of it. I'm a firm believer, guys, and we're all victims of our environment. And these young kids that look up to these players, I, it's one of my pet peeves that I always say to players, and a lot of them don't agree with it. I mean, Charles Barkley's come out and said it before. It's When you become an athletic star, you uh, there is a bunch of eyeballs looking up at you, and most of them young. And uh, I just think you've got to watch what you do for that reason. I was waiting for him to apologize. He did. Uh, But as far as me, uh, I can remember vividly many times where players were, everyone that would come up to me, I felt like respected me. And they they were saying it in a way of, come on, man. I can do this. Just give me that shot or whatever. And I mean, they weren't just loving on me when they do it. But I never <laughs> felt like one. I never. I never felt like one was coming after me. Uh, and that's what I felt with this one. There's there's such a history between those two. How could one little something like that? Yeah. Uh, Make that, but well, I don't. They were, up on, that, they were up, up on that. They were up on that Super Bowl.
3: Kids. Yeah, they were up on that platform together, except in
7: the uh, the right. The they didn't have to be separated. Now, I promise you, it was in one ear and out the yeah. other of both of Right after it happened, they never thought about it again. But you know, the media and everybody made made such a deal of it, and, and social media and everything. And and I get that. I don't like it for the young people, but honestly, when it happened, it didn't bother me that much at all because I said, "Been there, done that."
3: Hibernation, uh, on this show next week. It will be, uh, the, uh, JB and the general show. And, uh, this now makes, uh, plaster who you're in hibernation with every spring and summer with anyway, right? You go in hibernation yeah. in the op- opposite times of the bears, yep. uh, from the plateau, but, um. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, – and now Plaster's the oldest uh, on, on air in radio. Or oh, on, I, know air, he'll, I know he'll be thrilled yeah, about just that. just let him know. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Watson. You know what I think of you, buddy. It's been, oh, been a Oh, guys, for. it's
7: been such an honor, and uh, I love the falls. And, John, make sure you get – Bogie. Give you my number, and anytime you need me, John Holler.
1: I appreciate he's that, glad, Coach. It's always great to Glad to talk be
7: on to you. with you, but it's such an honor to be on with you, too. and. And I, I'm not blowing smoke. I, from my heart, I mean that. I look forward to doing it. And and uh, Pogi, good luck, man. I know you're going to stay in radio, but I know I know one of the fields you're pursuing. And I, I just good luck because are right. in my opinion they're lucky to have you. And thank you, John. You're so well thought out through the city with what all you've done. And and uh, so it, it, honestly, guys, it's it truly is an honor to be on with you. And that's not blowing smoke.
3: Thank you. Washington. Appreciate you. Coach. Appreciate you, man. Okay, guys. All right. You uh, I'll send you a Bucky's gift certificate. Yeah.
1: yeah. No,
7: you won't because I know what it costs. <laughs> <laughs> see, see you. See, see you. See you. All
3: right. Hey, we're wide open till the top of the hour. Call or text 615-844-5600.
14: A friend of mine just bought a new house for the first time. A new house. I mean, my wife and I love to own a house. So I asked him how he did it. And he smiled and he said, he went to the knowledge tree. <laughs> he had this happy look on his face. So I told him to tell me more. And he said, John, the lack of knowledge will keep you poor. Then he handed me a brochure. It was from Knowledge Tree Mortgage. Now I understood. And after one phone call, I understood even more. Knowledge Tree Mortgage specializes in first-time homebuyers. Folks like me who get the runaround from banks. And he got us pre-qualified. Knowledge Tree Mortgage got us our mortgage. And tomorrow, my wife and I are going to become first time home buyers. Here's the number 859 9599. 859 9599. Money doesn't grow on trees, knowledge does. Knowledge Tree Mortgage. 859 9599. 859 9599.
9: Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it. The price of everything is going up. And if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you are stuck in and your options to get rid of it.
15: BuyandTow.com. Get cash for junk cars. Do you have a vehicle that's become a problem? You can get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. They'll buy your vehicle no matter the condition, in your driveway, at your mechanic shop, or even on the side of the road. You can call them at 615-480-6473 or visit BuyandTow.com. Get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. 615-480-6473. BuyandTow.com. That's BuyandTow.com. It's a Bill
18: King when that news hit. How did you respond? What were your thoughts? I'm always thinking betting first, but from a historical
5: aspect, you know, there used to be debate as far as who the greatest is it Bear Bryan? Is it Nick Saban? To me, it's Nick Saban, and I'm not a guy that lives in the moment. I just think Nick Saban is the greatest college football coach of all time. Weekday
0: mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. The show played on a loop at Guantanamo Bay. The Greg Pogan
3: John Burton Show. 615 844 5600. We're to invite you out uh, Friday. Strike and spare, Tusculum Lanes, uh, Nolensville Pike. Um, the last one, the last dance, the swan song. <laughs> now, just come out and have fun. <laughs> <laughs> and uh i'm going to feed everybody at 11 so a uh, barbecue some green beans macaroni and cheese patton will uh you just slide right down i will be yep I'll come be on down driving and, on over and um i do want to say this congratulations to you too i'm so uh happy that and, and it was another no brainer uh, that this uh the uh, JB and the General show will be starting on Monday. Looking forward, I know the different concepts, and you're going to take it in a different direction, which I think is great. Yeah, we're going yeah, you know, gonna... to. and it should. You should. You know, get get my personality out of it. I'm just going to call and heckle.
1: <laughs> well, first of all, thank you for <laughs> yeah. the kind words. I appreciate yeah. it. Second of all, yeah, we're very excited about it. And listen, yeah, we'll keep some elements the same. the The, the theme around the show is going to be fun, and that's what this show has been. You know, it's just. Come in and have fun for two hours. Listen for two hours. Have fun. You know, we're in the middle of your work day and we're just going to try and make, help your uh, day go a little bit easier and uh, smoother. And uh, yeah, we'll add some things and, you know, we'll, 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 we'll come up with some ideas and, you know, do things a little bit different. But, you know, the the basic gist of it is going to be just a fun two hours, just a fun listen.
3: Yeah, we're not splitting atoms nope. here, are we? No. Nope. <laughs>
1: All right, let's go to the
19: phones. Uh, they're full. Brian is
3: up. Brian, good morning.
19: First of all, can I just say good riddance to Greg Poe? Bring on the JB and the General Show, man! I can't say it wait. louder we for the people in the win. back, Brian. Pre- I, I mean, dude. I mean, we've been asking for this for years, man. <laughs>
1: finally, our friends <laughs> finally giving yeah. the people what they want, Brian. First We're gonna talk all, Braves. Bro, if We're if gonna talk man.
3: Me, man, that's cold blooded, you know, man. I, that's cold
1: blooded. <laughs> for
19: everybody that doesn't know, man, I. Uh, I've known Polk since I was probably about sixteen, seventeen years old. Remember this dude was at the DNJ covering uh, the NTSU. I, I remember this guy in his first iteration with uh, DC and Swifty. Uh, I, I, I tell you, man, uh, Polk is a, a good dude. I've, I've been with him through Blue, the, the restaurant, uh, all all the many facets and things he's done around the city. Uh, a Polk I, I you know, I, I love you, brother. And I, I don't, I didn't want to call in and be all sappy anything, but dude, you know many people in in y'all's industry don't get the opportunity to go out on their own terms. Uh, of course, you know that yourself. Uh, but I'm glad that you're able to go out on on your terms. I know you'll still be around, uh, of course, doing the, the, the arena football, but uh, still with TSU. So I'll still see you at the games, man. But I did want to call in and uh, and tell you congratulations, man, because. You have definitely worked for as long as I've known you, and and that goes back many years. I'm 43 years old, so that gives you an idea how long Pogue's been been out here working. So uh, <laughs> you know,
3: it, it, He's it is, it, I work cheap, apparently.
19: Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, man. Him, him, and uh, him and Methuselah was going neck and neck. They were in the same house. Oh, man. Man. man, hey. Hey, no, uh, it's gonna be weird, though, not hearing you peacocking around town about your rules in ju- June and July and then hear you aching about them when they got knocked <laughs> out of the w- uh, wild card series in the playoffs. So, uh, yeah, okay, man, I not want to call in. I know I wouldn't be able to get, uh, I know I wouldn't be able to get in on, uh, Thursday or Friday just cause my, my work stuff. I hadn't been able to get around to you guys just cause work's so busy. But, uh, yeah, man, congratulations, JB and general, man. Y'all, y'all gonna do a great job and I'll always continue to listen, man. But, uh, man I'll, I'll see you around man okay brian. You there, thank
3: you man uh we were, talking Thanks, brian, brian. we were talking about that you know when we saw he's up mm-hmm. he needs to call more often he does yeah man. brian please call more
1: often we need you been calling <laughs> you know
3: my shows for 24 years mm. uh let's get kevin before the break let's do that kevin good morning man i tell you it's uh it's
5: hard to say goodbye it's hard to say goodbye brother but but I, i think it will be john but I'll take with <laughs> you the memories. You got it, mulehead. head. You sound good.
1: I'll
5: <laughs> <at the rain. laughs> <laughs> oh my sunshine call in Thursday or Friday. I just wanted to say my goodbyes. And, man, I tell you, Poggy, you're the hardest, one of the hardest working guys I know I'm convinced that during the commercial breaks, you're that guy that calls in for your car warranty on telemarketing. You, you probably have that side gig. <laughs>
3: you. I do work during the breaks. I do. I must admit. I just talked to Nick Guerrero during the break. There about you TSU something. Yep. Yep. He's always setting something up.
5: But we've had a lot of good times together, brother. Well, and our they're, they're friendship, end,
3: our friendship, which is, and, and I'm glad that Patton and, and JB's got to know you because what's what do you call? He's a minch. He's, you, a minch. he's a minch. A minch. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. gets he, he gets, gets it. it. He gets it. Mulehead, and, Mulehead gets it. And, and one of my uh, good buddies that, that that's a product of of my radio work. So <laughs> that's that's the coolest thing about it, Kevin. Love you, buddy. You got two wonderful daughters, and uh, you're, you're a very lucky man. I am very
5: lucky man, and I, I tell you. <laughs> Uh, the first time I ever met you was at the Bunganuk Pig, man. You were sitting at the bar where I was eating lunch, and you were eating lunch, and I heard that voice, and I was like, are you the poster? <laughs> and you looked at me and goes, yep. And uh, I tell you, we've been hanging out ever since, and uh, I'm going to miss you on the radio, man. I really am, but I'm going to try my best to get there Friday.
3: All right. Thank you, Kevin. Appreciate Thanks, it, really. buddy. All right. Bye, buddy. Uh, let's take a break. Um, I was afraid of this, but uh, thank you. Uh, to everybody. All right, we'll take a break.
16: download the free upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas use promo code lift for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank that's promo code lift you can cash out anytime right to your bank account to paypal or any gift card for amazon and other brands just download the free upside app and use promo code lift for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank that's code
11: lift in a single moment everything can change
0: It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane.
11: All throughout their coaches, whether it's exotic, smash, mouth, whoever you want to plug in here, down to the coordinators, was run the ball and stop the run. That's what the Titans have been about. The new head coach says something very, very different. DJ Damon, one more time.
15: The the teams that, that win the most games are generally the teams that pass the ball the best.
0: The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. One is in great shape. The other is, well,
10: a shape. The Greg Bogue and John Burton Show.
3: 615-844-5600. Call or text R.D. and the god's country of Cullioca. Hello, R.D.
18: Good morning, my friends.
7: If you allow me to bore your uh, listeners, I want to quickly share a special bit that occurred for me on Super Bowl Sunday. Back in the day at Old National Central High School, my football jersey was number 74. Well, I turned 74 on Sunday. Happy belated my, birthday, R.D. Thank you, guys. My daughter, son, my beloved grandson, who played on uh, Summit High School's state champion team, he uh, played the same position as I did, and by request, wore number 74. At the birthday party, of course, was my daughter's new grandson my new great-grandson who's two days older than your granddaughter greg and she had made him a tiny little replica of my 74 jersey oh wow that's neat
1: that's awesome so
7: so greg just a just a glimpse of all the wonderful special grandparent
1: experiences you've got in store for you well
3: i'll just let's get her walking first okay
1: (laughs) (laughs) Let's get a potty trade. Yeah, yeah. Then you can start taking Hi,
4: guys.
3: Thanks, RD. Too. Thank you, RD, See you, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm now I know a great grandparent all of a sudden. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Good Lord. By the way, yeah. shout out to my Syracuse Orange representing the Cues today. Big win last night in the Dome over North Carolina. Oh. They stormed the court in the Dome after the game. So. I bet that hasn't happened many many times. Not not too often. Really happy for Adrian Autry, the new head coach, obviously replacing Jim Beheim. I covered Red when he was a player at Syracuse, and so that is his first signature win as uh, coach of the Orange. So big win last night over 7th-ranked North Carolina, so I wanted to shout them out. Coming
3: up after the uh, the top-of-the-hour break, it will be a former, uh, well, MTSU Hall of Fame coach and also a coach, player, quarterback, 14-year NFL veteran Kelly Holcomb.
10: Preston, three police officers in Washington, D.C. shot. The officers were serving a warrant to a home when shots were fired from inside. None of the injuries is believed to be life-threatening, but the situation is still going on, and three nearby schools have all been put on lockdown as protection. It's back to square one, it appears, on a foreign aid bill for Ukraine, Israel and Taiwan. The Senate passed a $95 billion funding bill on Tuesday. But House Speaker Mike Johnson says he won't bring it up for a vote in the House unless it's tied to border security. A border security bill that was tied to foreign aid has already been rejected by House Republicans. The House moving to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, saying it's a reflection of the Biden administration's handling of the border.
6: There's no telling yet when a Senate trial might start. Frankly, it's possible one never will. Democrats could seek to dismiss the charges out of hand, or they could send the articles of impeachment to a committee to allow work to continue on the Senate floor.
10: That's Stephen Portnoy. This is ABC News.
7: Give the star in your life the brightest gift in the world. Name a star after them.
16: looking for something to take your mind off this traffic how about a true story of instant success did you hear about the two friends who went grocery shopping in ashland city and picked up everything on their list plus plus seventy five thousand dollars or the one where a truck driver made a last minute stop off interstate 40 and drove off with a cool million all their lives changed in an instant and yours could too so stop by your local retailer for your chance with instant games from the tennessee lottery game-changing life-changing fun Please play responsibly.
2: This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse
14: Services.
11: Are you ready to rock, boys and girls?
14: Behold, it's
10: the single greatest thing on earth.
11: Are you listening to me?
10: Welcome back
0: to the Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel.
3: It is hour number two. Get back to your phone calls and a little while, Text as well. A Friday morning. It is it. Uh, Last one after 24 years on a daily basis. Tusculum Strike and Spare. Come on out. Uh, Jeff Fisher's going to be by. Uh, Pete Weber's coming by. I think he's bringing Crispy with him. So we're going to have a little bit of a party there. Uh, I'm working
1: on a possible surprise so guest we got as a, well,
3: a, a, and I as well, a few others as well, and a phone call from also somebody that uh, may be a member of the Eagles. I don't know. Anyway, Kelly Holcomb's <laughs> invited, uh, but he, he AJ Brown, AJ Brown, yeah, AJ Brown's coming. <laughs> Donovan McNabb, uh-huh. Kelly, what's up, buddy? Hey, Kelly,
20: Hoagie, oh, what, what are you what are you giving it up for, man? You C- tired of What's up? Yeah, because I want
3: plaster <laughs> to be the oldest in the market now. <laughs>
20: well, hey, people are going to miss hearing Pose man, in the morning.
3: We were talking about that. You we and I did a uh, a show once a week from Toots, right, back in the mid-2000s. We're on we this did, station yeah. where we rotated. And, and, rather, and then um, from my restaurant, right, Blue Restaurant and Bar.
20: We did, absolutely. We did for a little while, yep. That's a pretty good guest on as well.
3: Yeah. Uh, oh, he the best one, Sam Weich. Oh yeah, and, and got the opportunity to have him thanks to you on a couple more times of course the late Sam Weiss what a character he was
20: yeah Sam was a good dude man I didn't even realize that that had happened to him a couple of years ago and uh, my wife said can you believe Sam died and I'm like what because I, I normally I, I used to talk to him probably once or twice a year and I was uh, I was getting ready to call him and my wife hit me with that and I was like I could not believe that that had happened
3: Yep. so Super Bowl uh Mahomes just don't give him a don't give him a crack, right? Just don't let him have an opening.
20: Oh, he will crush your heart. I mean, he's <laughs> one of the guys. He's like Tom Brady. I mean, if you give him any time in the world, like that was way too much time to give him and you know, San Francisco obviously didn't want to do that. They wanted to suck all the time out and they wanted to let the Moody guy come in and kick a field goal, but that just couldn't happen. It was uh it's amazing though on that last play that San Francisco had that they uh you know, they they forgot to block Chris Jones. I mean, I know that that was – I don't know exactly what the play was, but you cannot forget to block him, and he was the one that put pressure on Brock Purdy. And I'll be honest with you guys, because Juwan Jennings was going to catch that touchdown pass if he was blocked. Mm -hmm. And if if Jawan Jennings catches that touchdown pass and the San Francisco 49ers go on to win that Mm -hmm. game, he's going to be the MVP. MVP, wow. Blackman, Blackman High. Absolutely, he would have been the MVP of the game because he was having a really, really good game. He, the only other guy other than Nick Foles to throw a pass and to catch a pass for a touchdown in the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, crazy. Yeah, it really was. Uh, everybody's talking about Shanahan's decision to take the ball in overtime. Where are you at? Where, where were you with that decision?
20: Uh, I'm with everybody else, man. I think uh, I, I know. What, well, the the most concerning thing to me was. When some of the players got up after the game and yeah. talking about how they did not know the new rule for the game. And like, I know that, uh, I know that Andy Reid, they said that he had talked to him at the beginning of the year. And then when the playoffs started, that he had talked to them every time they started a meeting when they won a game. And they said, Hey, here's the new playoff rules. And it starts the game over. And that was kind of the most shocking thing to me. But, you know, I can remember when I first started playing the NFL and at the beginning of the game, people always took the ball. And the National – like I, it, like coming from college, you're not used to that. And then Bill Belichick started uh, declining it and getting it in the second half, and then other people started doing that. But when you're in overtime and you know that both teams get an opportunity to get the ball, you always want to be the one that knows what you have to do to win the game. Right. And. I know that he said in the, in the press conference after the game that they'd gone with the analytics guys and they just thought it was the best, best deal to, you know, to take the ball. And I understand that. I mean, I totally get that if you score a touchdown because it puts a lot of pressure on the other team that now we got to score a touchdown. But I firmly believe this, that if they don't do that and they give the Kansas City Chiefs the ball to begin with, and they get that fourth down that was on, what was it, inside the 35-yard line of their own end of the field where Patrick Mahomes ran for a first down, I firmly believe if if that's their first time getting the ball, they're going to punt the
1: ball. Yeah, they're not. And
3: Watson Brown made that exact point last hour. Yeah, that's that's the down you gave him.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah that's what they're saying. You You're giving Mahomes down. an extra down. Yeah.
20: Absolutely. You're giving him four downs. I mean, you don't want to do that. You're like – Ten yards and four downs with the way that he's playing right now in his career—that's a no-brainer. You're not going to do that. So I just—I didn't agree with it, and it turned out to bite him in the butt at the end.
1: What about Mahomes? Where does uh, you know where does he rank all time? He's only 28 years old, and he's got two league MVPs and three Super Bowl championships already. And uh, you know, I don't know if he'll catch Brady seven, but he'll he'll get a look at it. You know, where, where are you at with Mahomes all time as a quarterback in the well, NFL? Well,
20: just just think if, if Brady and them wouldn't have beat him a couple of years ago. Right. I mean, he's, he's standing at four right now. So, yeah. at 28 years old, I mean, I don't I don't know if he'll ever get – there's a lot of things that go into that, guys. Y'all know that. And the way that the National Football League is now, uh, there's so much turnover uh, with free agency and things like that. It's not going to be the same team. But you're probably going to get some guys that are going to take less money because they've got an opportunity there in that window – of having my homes at the helm and winning a Super Bowl, So you're probably going to get some guys that say, Hey, I want to win. I'm later in my career. Uh, but you are going to get guys that leave too. So, uh, and uh, you know, you've got to keep the offensive line intact. You've got to get, uh, you've got to keep the, some of the players intact and he's got to stay healthy. I mean, Tom Brady didn't miss a year one time uh, when he got hurt. So um, there's a lot of variables that go into that. Uh, I think he's in the conversation, though. I really do. I, I, I asked a guy that the other day, and he thought I was crazy. <laughs> and uh, he said, absolutely not. You can't compare him to Tom Brady. And I'm like, I'm not comparing him right now, but, like, some of the things that he's done up until this point in his career, I mean, it's pretty comparable, if not better, than what Tom Brady did. So uh, I think he's going to be able to look at it, but, like, seven Super Bowls is hmm. – that's, uh, that's a very – that's a very lofty goal, and I don't know if he'll get there. There's a lot of things that go into that. and I'm not sure, but right now, I think you can talk about him in that. I mean, I know some of the guys are saying that I think he's better than Tom Brady. Athletically, absolutely. Uh, Winning wise, I mean, they're they're there right now. But like, what what ha- Like, there was a speculation that Andy Reid's gonna, you know, that was his last time. And then if if he don't win the Super Bowl, does he come back? Does Travis Kelsey come back? Because now they got a chance to three peat and somebody was saying somebody one of my buddies was telling me, I don't think Travis Kelsey's coming back. I'm like, they got an opportunity to three peat. Yeah. Why would you not come back? I mean they're they're the only they would be the only team in super in the Super Bowl era history to ever do three in a row.
1: Yeah, and Kelsey so, came right out after the game and said, Yeah, we're all coming back and and we're gonna you know, we're going for it. We're going for three in a row.
20: That's right. So if they win it next year I mean if they win it next year then Are they going to come back again? (laughs) I mean, it gets to a point where it's going to be repetitive. And, like, you know, Andy Reid's getting older. I mean, he's one of the greatest coaches in NFL history. Like, is that whole deal going to stay the same? Like, if he wins another one, is he going to keep doing it? Or he's probably not going to be the head coach the whole time that Patrick Mahomes is there. Just let's let's look at reality. So, you know, he's really good at what he does. And there's guys that are on that staff that have been with him for a long time. But, like, still – It's one person and you're another Andy Reid about handling situations like he handles situations. So there's just a lot of things that go into it. But I think you can talk about him on that cloud right now.
3: Kelly Holcomb with us, uh, MTSU Hall of Famer, 14-year NFL quarterback. Uh, Kelly, the other side of it, uh, if you're Shanahan, you're looking at Mahomes standing in front of you, or are you becoming the next uh, Marv Levy or Bud Grant, right? that, you know, get yeah, there absolutely. and not win it. I mean, and Mahomes may be the one right in front of you that's going to make you go 0-3, 0-4 if you well, do get back, it's, right?
1: It's kind of like, you know, Michael Jordan keeping all those great player, NBA well, players in the 90s from winning championships. Couldn't that's beat what I
13: was about, Yeah, That's what I was about to tell
20: you. I said on our show the other day, or, or two weeks ago, I said it's it's kind of like in the era of Michael Jordan. You had all these great players, but they never could beat Michael Jordan. And in the NFL, if you look at it, you got Josh Allen, you got Joe Burrow, you got Lamar Jackson, you got Justin Herbert, you got all these great quarterbacks. Now you got Brock Purdy, but can you beat Patrick Mahomes? Mm. And right now, nobody's been able to do it. Everybody, this past Christmas, everybody had Kansas City in in the grave.
17: Mm-hmm. They said
20: that they weren't going to do anything. They didn't have the pieces. Uh, they led the team in drops this year or they led the league in drops this year and they just kept fighting through it patrick mahomes kept fighting through it he kept throwing to those guys and you know it's kind of like that it's kind of like the jordan era where you know you've got all these great teams you got all these great players but they never could get over him well it's the same thing for with patrick mahomes like right now nobody's been able to conquer that and uh I don't know. I mean, if he stays healthy for a long time and he keeps the pieces in place and he keeps people around him, I don't see this stopping anytime soon.
1: Kelly, obviously it's never too early to look ahead to the draft. Um, what are your thoughts on the Chicago Bears? Should they move on from Justin Fields and draft a quarterback or try to keep building around him?
20: Uh, that's a good question, man. I'm I'm always, you know, I I make George and those guys mad cuz I never I never downplay a quarterback, I'm really not, because I understand how hard it is to play in that league. Uh, Justin Fields is not a, he's not a per se prototypical type drop back and throw the ball all the time. I mean, they're going to, you know, he's sick, he can run the ball, he's athletic. Uh, but if it's—if you're asking me, I'm, I don't know, man. It's kind of like, you know, I think he's a good player, but is he is he going to get you over the hump? Uh, you got to put people around him. Uh, I think that, you know, I, I like Caleb Williams. He's a good player. I don't like some of his outlandish things that he does, but, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's doing those things nowadays. But I think he's one of those kids that is probably a generational talent. I mean, he's big. He can throw the ball. He runs when he needs to. He can run over people. He can outrun people. I think it's one of those situations.
3: It's one of those situations where his uh, phone drops. Well, that's, yeah, I, I, gonna, think, yeah I think
20: he can. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, we, yeah, got, we you. got you. Yep, yep. <laughs> uh, I, I think that he can be one of those 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 players that can be a generational type talent. And I think you got to take him. I don't know where that puts Justin Justin Fields. Uh, I think there's some places out there that he could go that he could help. He's got some experience, but you got to put him with the right team, and just like they've done in Baltimore. Lamar Jackson is not a prototypical quarterback, but they built that offense around him. And, guys, a, he's a dead-gum hard worker, man, because he's learned how to throw the football, and you don't just take off running all the time. Now, he still takes off running, but he's, he's one of the guys that can do that. Justin Fields is kind of that way. But if you're asking me, I'm drafting Caleb Williams. <laughs> After all of that, <laughs> after all of that, yeah, I am. I'm just, I am, man. I like, I like Justin Field. I'm never going to say anything bad about a quarterback. I'm really not. I'm, I'm not going to be too, too overly critical on him. But I just think Caleb Williams is one of those guys that can do it all, and uh, he's going to give the coach, like if the coach drafts him, he's going to give a coach a couple of years. That's what uh, you, you look at all the teams that are winning in the National Football League. You got a quarterback, and you got a quarterback that's going to be a mainstay there for a while. They're the ones that are winning. All these other teams are in a transitional period, trying to find that guy. So that's why all these guys get paid all that money.
3: Brock Purdy, will he sustain?
20: I like I like Brock Purdy. I, I think the guy is really good. Uh, he's he's and, he, and even I said this before, Tony Romo, but his, his spatial awareness is really good. Now the other day. There was some things in the game that he missed with blitzes. I was, I was watching the game with my wife and I was telling him he don't see that guy coming off the edge right there. And fortunately, he got it away, but they started dialing the pressure up a little bit towards the end of the game, towards the second half. And he missed a couple of times, but I think the guy's a player, man. And and if you look at Kyle Shanahan's record in the fourth quarter, when they're down, he was like 0 and 20 something. And then Brock Purdy comes, and they're down in the fourth quarter in both those playoff games, and he brings them back. So I think the guy is – I like him. I really do. I think he can take – he's already taken them there. I think they would have given Philadelphia a better game last year if he hadn't gotten hurt. Yeah. Uh, but but I think the guy is really good, and he's only going to get better. Uh, he, he's he's more athletic than people think, and he can do some things with his legs. Uh, but I, I think – People don't understand, when Kansas City started this run a couple of years ago, their defense wasn't that good. Their defense is really good now. I mean, they got guys that can rush the passer, and they're, the best thing that they've done is they got guys that can cover guys on the back end. With the Snead guy and all those guys, man, they can cover people. So their defense is just as good as their offense now, so it's going to be a juggernaut. But Brock Purdy, I'm I'm sold on Brock Purdy. I think the guy I can play. I'm just glad. That he did come back in those two playoff games because the first playoff game, if they wouldn't have beat the Green Bay Packers, and everybody would have been talking about, it, they'd have been on get up and first take. Well, he can't do it, Mister Ebeling. <laughs> he can't do it. And I get I get so sick of hearing that stuff, man. I get so sick of people talking about. Well, this quarterback's a game manager. Well, a quarterback—that's the—that's what the position is. You manage the game, and you don't turn the ball over. And now, you know, everybody was saying. Well, now he's gone from being a game manager. He, he can make plays. Well, that's a bunch of bull crap. Every quarterback <laughs> that plays in the National Football League is a game manager. He manages those guys on the offense and those coaches ask him to manage the game and not turn the ball over.
1: Hey, uh, real quick, uh, Kelly. Uh, sorry, Poggy, I did have one more question for Kelly. Um, obviously, the, the uh, Titans with the new coaching staff, from a yeah. quarterback's perspective, what is Will Levis up against now having to learn a new offense, new terminology, all that?
20: Uh, well, that's the big thing. I mean, everybody says, well, what's the difference with offenses? What's the different philosophies? Well, you might have a different philosophy, which, you know, I, I went in that, I was in Mike Marchs offense with Steve Fairchild, and that was a different philosophy, but you know the terminology. There's just only so many ways. You, like a hook route, you can call a hook route, a curl route, a button route, a stop route, a stick route. Like what? What are you going to call it? Right. So that's the that's the big thing that you have to learn. You have to learn the terminology of what, you know, Brian Callahan is bringing into the uh, the Tennessee Titans, and uh, that's that's really the the big thing that he's going to have to overcome. And he'll learn it because he's a smart guy. He had to learn the offense when they were there, so he's. You know, he'll be fine. they just got to get some more guys that are going to help him on the offensive side of the ball. they got to get some more offensive linemen.
15: They did a really good
20: job of getting Brian Callahan's daddy because he's considered one of the best offensive line coaches in the league, and it's going to help him not only on the offensive line-wise, but it'll help him being a head coach. He's got a guy that's been a head coach before that's your dad that can help you along in the process, but I think Will Levis, I think he'll be fine. They're just going to have to get some people around him, and they're going to have to give him some more threats than DeAndre Hopkins. They've got to get some more wide receivers. And uh, I I don't know what they're going to do with Derrick Henry. It'd be nice to get him back, but I I don't know the philosophy, and, you know, we'll see. But uh, the the terminology is different, but he'll learn it because he's a smart guy.
3: Kelly, thank you as always. Uh, Take care, buddy.
20: Pogie, I appreciate it, man. Thanks, uh, thanks for all your years of of doing the radio. And I wish I could come Friday, but I know you'll land on your feet doing something else.
1: Yeah. Well, and I hope you don't mind coming on the JB and the General show from time to time, Kelly.
20: Hey, just call me, man, anytime.
1: All right, brother.
3: I got See a feel. You. All right, I got a feeling you're going to be getting. Hey, hey Pogie, send me that uh, contact number because I yeah. <laughs> yeah just let me know I, I will be your yes i will uh, i yes. will be your library <laughs> thank uh, you. uh, of all that and again i want to thank bud morris bud morris state farm insurance bud's a dear friend he is uh uh i've had uh since i moved in rutherford county my first home and the home i've lived in now for 26 years i guess something like that uh nothing but bud Moore state farm insurance wouldn't have it any other way uh right there at 3245 franklin road in murfreesboro Plans for auto, home, property, life, health, rental, bundling, interior, all of those into one plan, uh, one plan rather, banking products, annuities, Bud Moore, State Farm Insurance, that staff, wonderful, wonderful people, more than 100 years of combined experience. They know what to do. They can get you the best plan suited for your specific needs. Office hours Monday through Friday 9 a.m. 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. BudNet staff, 615-893-1417, budmorris.biz, the website, Bud has been with me and this MTSU segment for a long time, and it's much appreciated. All right, right, we'll take a break. We're wide open. The rest of the show, want to call, want to text. Here's how, 615-844-5600.
6: It's just a few cocktails
13: at happy hour.
8: There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal.
14: It was just a few drinks. I'm good.
8: Hey, I
10: can hold my liquor.
11: I drink and drive all the time.
12: If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders like bacteria, pollen, and yes, germs with Navage Nasal Care. Navage flushes ultra-pure, refreshing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. Navage sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose making you miserable. Don't get caught empty-handed this winter. Get Navage, the drug-free solution that helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier. Even better, Navage is HSA-FSA eligible, so Navage is a great way to spend those funds before they expire fire. Don't wait a minute longer. Buy Navaj today and you'll breathe easier knowing you're putting your funds to good use. Navage is available online at navaj.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life.
11: Oh, beautiful gold rush with your sparkling top prize. You surely are a sight for sore eyes. And jackpot slots with your chance of $75,000 winners. Oh, how I'd take you
16: for a candlelight dinner. Uh, sounds like people are really loving the new February Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Play today for your chance to win up to $5 million. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly.
3: The TSU men's basketball squad came through a challenging non-conference schedule with a winning record and now turned their attention to Ohio Valley Conference play. The Tigers kicked off a run of 18 league games over a nine-week period through February, leading the OVC Championships, part 6th to the ninth at the Ford Center in Evansville. And part of that, nine league home games at the Gentry Center. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson and me on all the games this season right here on National Sports Radio.
10: Welcome back to the Greg Bogan and John Burton show. Text the show at 615-844-5600 and ask Greg how his
3: shoulder feels. A little bit of news before we get back to your calls and text 615-844-5600. Uh IndyCar has announced that the uh, uh this year's IndyCar Big Machine Grand Prix uh downtown will not be run downtown this year. It will be run out at the Nashville Super Speedway. Of course, the uh, construction uh, with the new Titans Stadium precludes that. Of course, the track you know, runs all the way around all you know downtown the stadium and all of that stuff and everything. Uh, the new stadium construction begins in March, uh, so the uh, Grand Prix will be back after they say downtown. But it's a good thing they're not skipping the Nashville date that they're moving it out. And, and when Nashville Super Speedway was built, It was built as a multi, multi complex of racing venues. They built a, they have the outline of a short track. They had the, obviously the super speedway. They have a drag strip. And they also have a grand prix road course that they built when they built. So they're, it's, they're already in place for those kind of things. Now, the other plans for the short track, the drag racing and, and all of that. Uh, didn't, but they have had Grand Prix t- style races out there in the past. So it's moving out there. Yeah.
1: Out in, uh, what, Wilson County?
3: Wilson County, yep, yeah. Right, uh, right on the Rutherford County, Wilson County line. Um, the new date will be September 13th through the 15th, which is what, about a month later, right? It's usually early August.
2: Yeah. It's yeah. For NFL. Yeah,
3: of course. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, but, uh, now, now, not now. Uh, so, yeah. um, and it's also now the finale of the IndyCar season, which maybe they'll uh, crown a guy from Hendersonville with the crown out in his own backyard. Uh, Joseph Newgarden. Yep, yep,
1: yep. I- well, he's already run the. He's already won the Indy 500. I'm sure that's. High on his list he's to win won, his hometown race, has
3: he won? Yeah, but has he had the won the points race too? Hasn't he been he's, the overall? He's champion? twice won the points yeah, race and thought. he's won yep, the yep. Indy
1: five hundred. So mm-hmm, yeah, I'm sure this is probably you know high up on his list to win his hometown race.
3: Six one five eight four. No, the, I was thinking about the other trophy, not the winning of the race. I'm talking about the points championship. Yeah, because that's the big one. Yeah, I just, yeah. I just yeah I, yeah, yeah. He's won, he's won the there. points championship yep.
1: twice. He's won the Indy five hundred. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure he'd love to win the Music City Grand Prix, which he has not done yet of course because he would. that's his yep. hometown. Track. I I agree. I we missed each other's point on that one.
3: <laughs> Kitty the mailman. I missed yours and you missed
1: mine. Kitty, how you
3: doing?
1: <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Oh ah. oh <laughs> Wouldn't be a call from Kenny without his, his phone dropping out. So call us back, Kenny. What happened? What happened? It, it happens like every time he calls, yeah. right? And, and then the
2: second one's perfect.
1: Yeah. So. But it's, it's fine
2: whenever I talk
1: to him. I don't
3: know. Anyway. 615-844-5600. You ought to give us a call or a uh, text. There he's, is that him calling back again or is that just still his name up there? Still his name. <laughs> <laughs> so Vandy with a good win last night. All is well now. They got the parade set.
2: Um, I, I don't want to be a Scrooge here, uh, guys. Scrooge, Scrooge but it, he still needs to go. Uh, I, but yeah, one win doesn't change. I, that. I saw some of this yesterday about how it's it's not a Jerry Stackhouse problem, and it, it, for the most part, it isn't. I think it's a wider issue. But two things can be true: it's not just his fault, but he has some major fault at this.
1: Well, he's responsible for you know the product out on the court it's, as the head coach, it,
2: and it's a it's a continued trend to where. You have a an abysmal start to the non conference in the beginning of SEC play, and then a thrilling finish. But you're eliminated from postseason right. play, at least the, the the big dance, March Madness, the one that all fans really care about. And then you turn it on. It, it you can't do that. It, it it doesn't doesn't work for any other school in the SEC except the one on West End. Well, what, Ezra Magnon with the, the game winner, right? Had yep. 17
3: of his 19 in the second half. So, yeah, sort of been waiting. But, you know, what it is, Texas A&M had come off that emotional win there. Vandy had been playing better. Mm-hmm. Uh, no doubt about it. I guess that's the only way you could go from where they were, right? Right. <laughs> so, uh, at Tennessee, Saturday at 5 o'clock on the SEC Network, Tennessee is on the road at Arkansas tonight. That should be fun at what, 8
2: o'clock with that? So
1: um. yep, yep.
2: But yesterday's crowd again. I know they won, and uh, the the fans that were there were uh, nice and loud. It was a ghost town again yesterday. Um, so I, it's sad that I don't know. For a fan like me, I would love to support the kids, but that to me is the only way any message gets across anymore. It, because losing clearly isn't doing anything. Because uh, nothing is being done there. It just feels like for fans, it's sad. It's gotten to a point. Where you have to not go to, to make a point to the, the administration and, and, and the athletics over there that this isn't good enough.
1: Yeah, I've never been a fan of fan apathy, but I can understand it in this particular case.
3: Well, the apathy was created by the university. The fans have it because of what they're putting the product they're putting out there, and which is... Not very good. (laughs) No, I mean yeah,
1: yeah. I mean it's kind of a chicken and egg thing. I understand. The product's not good and so the fans are like, Well, you know, why waste my time? You know. Last night is kinda, you know, really putting a band aid on a hatchet wound to to Patton's point, you know. It's nice in the moment, but big picture, it's you know, the record is what it is and you know, like you said, bad start to the non conference, bad start to the SEC and then, you know, it wouldn't shock me if you know all of a sudden they went on a tear here and strung some wins together, and you know certain people will be like, "Oh, see, we're on to something here." But you know that we've been—do we actually we've been down that, that road possible? before? Exactly. Do we actually yeah. think that that's the case? And we've been that down that road before. So, you know,
2: what? Well, just last year, it, it proved that as long as the committees kind of expectations and what they need to see for a team to get in it's never going to happen until that changes they have to perform not an elite level just a mediocre level well they've in only won two point.
3: conference games
2: okay you're not right. you're
3: not going to the uh whatever you're not even you're not even getting a sniff at the uh at the Walking Horse Bowl in New Lewisburg. I don't know what that. means. What? Yeah, that's there's used to all high school bowl game. Yeah. I mean, they're two. are what two and nine. Two and nine and two, two and nine, nine in, in conference SEC. play. you win a game. Yeah. Okay, you're seven below five hundred. Right. Schmitty, what's up,
4: Schmitty?
21: Good morning. Calling to you from uh, Rock Island, Tennessee. Rock Island State Park. I thought I mentioned to you before. Greg, but I get a, being a government employee for 24 years, we get a, one of the perks was, uh, get discounts to stay at, stay at cabins. This time of year, they're half price. So anyway, never been to Rock Island. There's, there's not much down here. It's close to McMinnville, about 10 miles away. Well, and, it's uh, got a beautiful Greg,
3: waterfall there. Uh, if you, you know, just drive around a little bit, get out of the cabin, quit watching TV and listen to us.
21: <laughs> <laughs> I did yesterday. I kind of got lost and barely got back in the dark. Um, did you happen to see the picture of my uncle at the uh, Hooper Epplin Center, Homer Schminto in the Tennessee Tech Hall of Fame? I did not. That is right that is in? that Larry's brother? Uh, no, it is not. I've never met the guy. Okay. he was he was quite a quite a football player. Played at Isaac Liddon, and he uh, and he uh, also ran track and set some records in track. So anyway, there was somebody in Schmito family that was pretty athletic. Anyway um hey uh i did stay up late and watch a documentary on the uh the uh, orlando magic i don't know if y'all have seen it 30 for 30 yeah it's I it's kind of it. cool because i met pat williams and how they got the they got the pick they got they had the one ping pong ball and they got it and actually traded traded away chris weber and got uh, hard away and three first rounders and then uh that was that was when jordan was out for a year and they could have should have won it all in 95 i guess they lost to the Rockets, and then they pretty much hadn't been the same since. But it's a real good documentary. Yeah, Shaq they and Penny
1: to... started beefing with each other, and you know, it became a power struggle and all that. And then Shaq left, and they were never the same.
21: <laughs> yeah,
3: the Magic have never been anything since,
1: have they? Have no, they? not really. Not have really. They, well, they got they went to the Eastern Conference Finals in 2010, Patton. Nine or Sound ten. Right. Yeah, with Jameer Nelson and uh and Dwight. Ja- yeah, Dwight Howard. Like yeah. we
3: said, they have done very little since. Right? right? That's it. I mean they've got a young. Do they Cameron draw do they now. draw down
1: there? Wait, did they go to the did they go to the NBA finals that year and they got swept by uh, Kobe and the Lakers? Did they go to the finals I that year? Don't know. Yeah, but to to that point, I mean, you know, Schmitty, that was a great team and that yeah, they they had a great starting five and they, you know, the year Jordan came back, they beat him in the uh in the playoffs and then, you know, they got, you know, they and they, they beat Indiana in the conference final and they faced Houston. And, you know, Shaq says to this day, he got schooled by Akeem Olajuwon. He just absolutely schooled him. And, you know, they had, they had that big lead in game one and Nick Anderson missed those free throws and they lost game one and they were never the same after that. And they could never, you know, get it back after that. Yeah, well, what, Dwight Howard and,
3: yeah, that bunch. With Jameer well, Nelson was, later, right? Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. No, I know.
3: I was talking about later.
2: Yeah. You, they've yeah. had some players come through there, right? You know, yeah. They had the gentleman's sweep in 09 uh, against the Lakers. Okay, yeah.
21: Hey, uh, last night, Greg, you talking about that? Uh, the uh, Buckeyes in Columbia. I, I was watching a music video recently. Yeah, from, uh, uh,
3: Crossville, Crossville.
21: Yeah, Crossville. No, there's a. I'm talking about the Buckeyes in Columbia.
3: Columbia Buc- where?
21: They, Tennessee. The- Yes, I think you met R.D. there for lunch one time. Oh, that's that's a different Bucky's, right? Right, and that and that, <laughs> well, so that right, right. Yeah, that, <laughs> we were talking about anyway, Bucky's
3: last that, hour. You bring up Bucky's, so this
21: is B U C K Y S, I guess. Right? Yeah, there's a there's a country music video. Jake Owen who played a little pro baseball thing, and he it shows him playing baseball at uh, Pleasant View High School, I want to say, and they, they show Bucket Bucky's in the video. So. Next time you're watching your country
3: music videos, check it out. Oh, I'll just run right out and do that right now there. Uh, uh. (laughs) All right, maybe I'll see you Friday. Come on by there,
21: Schmitty. Sounds good. If you're buying lunch, I'll be there. I am buying lunch. Spoken like
3: a true Schmitty. Not all of them are like him. Not all of them are (laughs) tight. (laughs) All right, we'll take a break. Want to call or text 615-844-5600.
6: To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit. H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y.
11: As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I like putting parlay bets together, hammering the overs, and anytime player touchdown bets always have me on the edge of my seat. So if you're ready to do the same, visit FanDuel.com win and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com win. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL.
12: 21 plus and in President of Kentucky. First online real money wager, only $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager, only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipts. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call
15: 1-800-GAMBLER. BuyandTow.com. Get cash for junk cars. You have a vehicle that's become a problem? You can get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. They'll buy your vehicle no matter the condition, in your driveway, at your mechanic shop, or even on the side of the road. You can call them at 615-480-6473 or visit BuyandTow.com. Get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. 615-480-6473. BuyandTow.com. That's
1: BuyandTow.com. Hey, it's John Burton from News Channel 5 and the Greg Pogan, John Burton Show. And I'm former All-Pro linebacker for the Tennessee Titans, also known as Mr. Monday Night Keith Bullock. And I'm Patton Cook. We're inviting you to join us every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 for What's Good with KB and JB, the podcast show.
2: All live on Nashville Sports Radio and all
1: streaming platforms. We talk Titans, we talk SEC football, we talk NBA, we talk everything, and we also get a little petty from time to time. Make sure you join us.
10: The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Putting the fun in dysfunctional.
5: 615-844-5600.
3: You can call or text. Patton will read them. Coming Monday, looking forward to it. The JB and the General Show will launch. They've been in a meeting with the consultants all week. Uh, they actually had a retreat. Uh, they went out to a uh, with Schmidt's cabin down at
2: uh, yeah
1: we did yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. we did some trust falls and we had some you know trust. <laughs> did
2: some ayahuasca with <laughs> yeah yeah it
1: was set, great man set in we in the really, dark
3: for three
2: days
1: yeah we, we got we got we got really you know we got really deep into it Attaboy. and uh, so yeah we're gonna we're gonna have some deep thoughts I can't. Deep thoughts when we uh What is it, deep thoughts
3: with John Handy? Sounds, that, that sounds the right. The guy on, on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> yeah, yeah, deep uh, thoughts
1: with John Handy. Yeah, whatever. Why do we park in a driveway and drive on a parkway? Thoughts? Kenny the Mailman has returned.
3: Kenny, what's up?
4: Hello, how are y'all doing? Good morning,
3: Kenny. Hi,
1: Kenny.
4: Excellent. My tin can is working. I'm Good boy. Yep. Had a couple of things to cover. This past Saturday... John, I heard Chris Sanders tell one of the funniest Titan stories I've ever heard. Do you remember it?
17: Refresh my memory.
4: Bud Adams used to love to go talk to his players in the locker room, but at the end he was struggling with names. And I had never heard this. And he said, of all people, uh, Bruce Matthews would switch nameplates on players. Yeah, and Bud Adams walked up to Derek Mason and said, "Drew Bennett, I'm so glad we got you on our
1: team." (laughs) Yeah,
4: yeah. John, am I am I lying?
1: Nope, that's a true story.
4: Those are the kind
3: of things you get on your podcast.
1: Exactly. That's why you should uh, (laughs) listen and subscribe to What's Good with Uh, KB and JB, featuring Patrick uh, Patrick Patrick Cook. Cook. Yeah. How quick he forgets. I know.
4: The behind-the-scenes <laughs> stories are the best. The oh, yeah. the debut in four or five <laughs> <laughs> places. Yeah. I've been reading about the Cats poster. I am very, very excited. Yeah,
3: I'm apprehensive.
4: <laughs> no, especially, I think the game in Clarksville, I'm definitely going to make the game in Clarksville. I want to see the new arena. Plus, I think when there's so much in Nashville. I think when you go to a city, that is going to be a – besides the game, that is going to be a super, super event. So I think that is one of the coolest things y'all are doing.
3: Well, yeah, it's uh, obviously partnering with uh, – there's some announcements partnering with, uh, hopefully, the Army base with some things. It's going to be on Armed Forces Day right there in Clarksville and Fort Campbell so yeah have you have you been in the no i know but i hear it's really really nice it's a palace Patton Pat you've been in it sure is it's
2: a palace uh in clarksville uh, a great addition to the city sweets and Suites, all the bells and whistles. whistles food is great in there yeah cool five thousand oh,
3: I, I thought it might seat
4: more
2: but yeah. five
3: thousand
4: that sounds so good and also i really didn't realize a part of your contract you're going to be doing something else greg you're also the mascot, aren't you? Aren't you Charlie the Randy Cat?
17: <laughs> yeah,
3: that's me. <laughs>
4: <laughs> now we're laughing. I know y'all probably wind up with a mascot. That mascot they had was <clears throat> insane.
3: Well he let me he tell you. He good, did go ahead. Things, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that crazy, yes.
4: Yeah, he did things really they shouldn't be No, I know, him. I thought
3: he was gonna die. I thought that guy's gonna yeah. just die right right and I'm gonna watch him die doing all this stuff. <laughs>
4: Him and the guy at the Jacksonville Jaguars, they took it way beyond anything. It was like when you're scared when you watch a mascot, it's like, uh, I don't know about that.
3: Well, the obvious is, okay, thank you, Kenny. Appreciate it as well. Have you ever heard of a fisher cat? I mean, this is a thing. It's like a wolverine, a badger, whatever. It's uh, in uh, North America, and it's uh, called a fisher cat. There's actually some in in our parts of the woods. How about that? The Jeff Fisher cat. What is a Fisher cat?
1: Oh, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. They're 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 real. They're like Kinda looks like they're, Jeff.
3: They're <laughs> he is sort of he is sort of wooly. <laughs> Doug, I, I'll mention I'll mention that to him. meow.
5: Yeah. No, this thing
3: No. Uh this this th- these things, these you got, things any,
1: you got any milk. No, I'm these things are,
3: these are like these are badasses. You don't want one of them no, in your backyard. I don't, they're they're I not know. they're not you don't feed them chicken of the sea. <laughs> What's tuna? <laughs> <laughs> Friday morning, my last show, oh, you're going to do that. You're going to do Fisher in front of Fisher. All right. Fine. For okay. you, I'll do it. All right. All, right. all right. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Doug. <laughs> <laughs> Doug, you fresh. I'm fresh. Hey,
14: I can't wait to hear that Fisher in front of Fisher.
3: Yeah. yeah.
16: I'm listening to you
1: guys talk about, you know, getting into deep thoughts and possibly doing your Aaron Rodgers impersonation. Hey, mm. Whatever it takes, it's, Doug. Uh, you're welcome uh, to Timothy, join us. Timothy Leary. Well, You've got to change the uh, intro music to something by Chuck Mangione or, or Kenny G or something. No, I'm, I'm actually, uh, I got I got some ideas in mind for our intro oh, music. and JP I got some, the DJ. Yeah, oh, I, got some, I got some ideas right. for our bump back yep. music. Mm-hmm. I'm sending out a massive email today. so Don't copy
3: me. No, I'm not. Yeah, because you're not a part
1: of it. No, Thank you. No, you're always, throwback you're always got a home here. i right? have got to throwback yeah, man, we're gonna you know we're gonna we're gonna flip the script a little bit, have some fun, you know. We'll, they're, uh, they're they're Wait.
3: skewing younger.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I'm an older guy, yeah. but I <laughs> I think young. So you know, a lot of Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, we want we want the Swifties on board with yeah. us, man. Well, it's always been fun, and, and guys, I've just you know gotten
5: to know the show in the last couple of years. I've enjoyed it. I, I'm looking forward to Monday. Uh, thanks for allowing me to come on and have a view or two. And uh, Mr. Poe, you know, got a chance to see a Hall of Famer go into the Hall of Fame. Uh, it's pretty nice to see that. But
16: can't wait to appreciate your new endeavors with the with the cats. And
6: I hope to be a
0: ace in the place every now and then.
3: Well, you're always welcome, Doug. Hope you can come by Friday too and say hello. Okay, I'll try to squeeze that in. All right, thank you, Doug. Thanks, Thanks Dougie. You, it is. Just let me talk, Greg. You can get rid of that one in two days. (laughs) Not Clay, but the intro. Clay, no, morning. the intro stays. If oh, really? Yep. Did, okay.
1: All intros stay. Well, not
3: with my name in that. Not my name. No, from that no, one. it's
1: still because oh, that okay. way. That's how we remember be your you. legacy. Oh, yeah, that's I your legacy. Be remembered
3: for Clay yeah. Vandy Clay. <laughs> Vandy
1: Clay's <laughs> oh, intro my. stays. Doctor D's intro oh, stays. No, oh, that's cool with the others. Dana Dane's intro stays. Everybody, oh, I agree. everybody that gets an intro. Stay. I well, I'm glad you agree. Well, no, Vandy Clay. <laughs> though I don't, I don't agree with Vandy Clay. Well, right? you are outvoted, my friend.
3: Clay, what's up?
18: Can I hold through the
1: break? Aren't we up against the break? Well,
3: I don't know how long you got. I would suggest maybe call him before ten forty-five, and not get in this kind of situation.
1: Do you want to just do that? Take that break early, and then come back, and we can be yeah, regaled fact, yeah, by yeah, Vandy Clay.
3: Whatever, Vandy toss it, Clay toss it to the All break. Right. All My right, God.
1: yeah, we'll be right back with Vandy Clay. Stay with us.
3: <laughs>
12: We all make resolutions this time of year, and let's face it, most of them won't stick. But here's one that's not only easy to keep, but will help you feel healthier all year long. Navage. Navage provides quick, drug-free nasal relief by washing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. This time of year, when everyone is sick, Navage helps by sucking out germs, bacteria, and viruses trapped in our noses that cause us to feel miserable. And come allergy season, it does the same with dust, pollen, and other allergens. And unlike medications that can take time to help, if they're effective at all, Navage helps treat congestion symptoms in seconds flat, without drugs. This New Year's, resolve to use drug-free Navage to help you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier all year long. Ask for Navage at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, or find us online at navage.com. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E, clean nose healthy life.
5: Time now for another moment in black history. And our spotlight today is on a Tennessee legend, Conchridge Holloway. Conchridge Holloway, a former quarterback for the University of Tennessee, later played in the Canadian Football League. Holloway was one of the first African-American quarterbacks to receive national exposure. His nickname in Tennessee was Artful Dodger. He won awards such as Most Outstanding Player and the Jeff Russell Memorial Trophy Award. He's now in the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame. Conchridge Holloway Jr. This moment in black history brought to you by Sylvester Armour and Armour Realty.
15: As empty nesters, finding a real Estate agent wasn't hard but became difficult. A church member,
10: my sorority sister, and my neighbor's son all were agents. While playing golf, my husband met Sylvester, and our search ended. We were highly impressed by his knowledge of the Nashville real estate market, his 25 years of experience, and hundreds of properties sold. Call Sylvester Armor with Armor Realty at 615 485 9211 or ArmorRealtors.com at 615 485 9211. In a
11: single moment,
0: This is the Greg Fogue and
2: John Burton Show. To me, Lamar looked like he wanted to prove a point. And instead of
1: just playing the game. Exactly. I agree with you 100%. Yeah.
2: Didn't want to use his legs as much. Wanted yep. to show that he could win this game passing. And like
1: that tip pass that, that he a- caught three years ago, he would have housed that sucker. Yeah. You're right. I think he he played to prove a point instead of playing to win the damn game. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR.
0: Nashville Sports Radio. If you love stream of
10: consciousness lost in a tangent, where are my glasses? Oh, they're on my head radio. The Greg
3: Pogue and John Burton Show is for you. Got a few more moments and then we're eighty-eight Alligator Audio Audios Zeus. Tomorrow morning, it will be the first of many, many weeks in the 925 Thursday time slot with Tim Corbin. Uh, they open up uh, this coming weekend, right? Yep. Wow. Dang. <laughs> College baseball, a sure sign is that of this spring. Weekend? Yeah, that's this weekend, right? Wow. Friday. Yeah. How About that, let's talk to Clay. Clay, what's up? Hello, Clay.
18: Guys, how we doing? Good, man. Good, man. What's, what's up, up, buddy? JB.
1: Yeah.
18: I'm gonna take issue with Pogi. <clears throat> Greg, it. you know this is all this is all in fun. I've only got two more days to do this. After being so nice to you yesterday, telling you I consider you a friend, telling you that I'll miss you, all that, you give me crap about what time I call. What's up with that? Yeah, well,
3: it's a, you know what, Clay? Grow big boy pants. Put your big boy pants on. You're going to call radio shows, okay?
18: Well, i tell you what. This is what I wanted to talk about, and I'll be quick. There was somebody for the Vanderbilt Commodores, and it's been a long year, boys. These kids have. Been to hell and back. Um, really unfortunate, all the injuries and just, you know, this, that, and the other. And I will not comment on the coaching situation. Sorry. But um, Ezra Mignon, He did a kid. I bet he's rolled his ankle six times this year. He rolled his ankle with about eight minutes left. Can't even put any weight on it when he's over by the bench. Uh, and, you know, he comes back in the game, makes a huge three-pointer to tie it, and then hits the game winner. This is one tough ombre, guys. This guy's like six feet, probably, what, 175, soaking wet, but I'm glad he came here for two years because I, I just gained a whole new level of respect for this kid, and I'm glad he's on our team. Um What a great leader he is. I mean, he's. He's the straw that stirs the drink for Vanderbilt. I remember the Kentucky game last year in the SEC tournament. He was the best player on the floor. Yep. And, um, he's been a joy to watch for two years. Yeah,
3: you too know, bad I, he's got to, uh, play on a loser those two years.
1: Yeah. He's a dog, though. What's You're that? right, man. He's a dog. Yeah. He's a dog. He's a dog, as they say. Yep.
18: But, um, yeah, it's, it's just been a joy to watch him play and, um, you know that's really—I'll be honest, guys—that is really the reason, you know, why I quit calling because Vandy-wise, you know, I just didn't really have anything to talk about. But so we had a little more memorial magic last night, and so I thought I'd call again. So
3: well, thank you, Clay. Thanks, Clay You're welcome for to call and come by Friday. Let's get Dane before. Let's pop him right in there. Let's just pop him on right there because you only got a minute or two. Dane, good morning. How you doing, buddy?
13: Hey, what's going on, fella? Hey, Dane. What's up, man? I'm sitting down here on the Gulf of Mexico, man. It's beautiful down here.
3: Hang up on him. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for calling.
13: It's uh, smooth. The the water's pretty smooth. Just a few high, thin clouds. A lot of sun. Probably 62 degrees right now. Sweet. uh, Pretty good. Hey, uh, Greg, I'm not going to be able to make that thing because I'm going to be down here.
3: That's a a valid excuse. A valid excuse.
13: Yeah. I sure would like to be there, but, uh, I, I was, uh, I heard RD a while ago. My, uh, my mother and my uncle both went to Central High School, uh, but they went there, they went in the, they were there in the, during World War II. And, uh, so they're, they're older than him, but did, Greg, did you know, uh, Beverly Browley went to Central High School?
3: I did not know that,
13: but, but anyway, uh, that, yeah, you know, that's where the old, that's the Channel 8 campus now, down there by the fairgrounds. And I was glad to uh, – I'm glad to hear they're, they're moving the Grand Prix out there to the Super Speedway because, you know, for a few years, I thought they were going to let that thing grow up, weeds grow up in it, and it'd just be sitting there, you know. Well, no, but, I mean,
3: they're running two you know, NASCARs out there, and now they've got, what, yeah. two races out yeah, there a year, I'm right? I'm glad they came
13: yeah. back. Yeah. But, but really, I just – I just wanted to rub it in and tell y'all. Well, thank you. Uh, between, well, between if, are you going I'm, to Big Mike's to get a steak? Sometime between now and Sunday, I will probably be. Okay, uh, that's the ultimate
3: Mike. rub in. Yep. All right, thank you, yeah. Dane. See you, buddy. Thanks, Dane. All right, see you, man. We got Grizzlies basketball tonight, the Rockets, 630 to the pregame with that. You back in
2: studio tonight?
1: I am. All right. Sports line tonight, 8 to 9 on News Channel 5 Plus.
2: Patton? just trying to stay out of the doghouse today guys oh yeah it's
3: valentine's day yep, that's yeah. right head on a swivel yeah <laughs> jb will be downtown after the show handing out little those little candy hearts be my friend well
1: no i gotta you know i gotta go see all my all my lovelies tonight wish them happy valentine's day you know how it is no you don't know how
3: it is i knew how it was <laughs> they bring me gifts now no, yeah all right yeah. Uh, hey the mcfarlane's this afternoon Jim Rome next. Thanks for listening.